Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. The NFL is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Just bet $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly. 200 smackaroos, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now! You heard right, DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free Bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Welcome to episode 75, season 2 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Today we're doing part 3 of our roster breakdown, the uh, the old depth chart breakdown going from uh, forwards and D pairs on the first episode, uh, moving to power play on uh, episode 2, which got us a lot of content apparently, and uh, episode 3 here, or part 3, we're going to be finishing up our, our conversation and uh, talking about penalty kill, and then we'll move on to the 2022-23 season, sort of fantasy book ourselves a little roster with a couple of free agent signings, and uh, let's say uh, a lot of our guys take a step forward. Uh, some of the guys who we're predicting will be in Grand Rapids this year, uh, certainly hoping, hoping uh, they'll move on up. Uh, so we'll take a look at that, and... Um, wrap up the conversation with, uh, you know, how, how we get to that point and uh, a couple other little ditties uh, mixed in the middle there. Uh, we do hope if you guys are enjoying this, you'll hit the subscribe button. Uh, does us a world of wonder. And if you're listening to the podcast and not on YouTube, uh, please uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, the Apple podcast reviews do the most good for our little show here. So we'd greatly appreciate it if you did have the time 
throw us up uh, a review and a star rating, and uh, hopefully uh, we can see ourselves jump up the charts here. And the very last way to uh, support the show is you go to bodpodcast.com or brothersofdiscussion.com and hit the old shop button, and we do have our uh, shirts mixed in there, the uh, Plan fleece, fleece, uh, and the Red Wings Rant t-shirts. Uh, it's all as cheap as we could possibly make it, but if you want to support the show, that's the best way how. And uh, with that, please enjoy part three of the Detroit Red Wings uh, roster depth chart breakdown To continue uh, running through the step chart, Mike, and like uh, anybody who's, uh, Tristan, like yourself, you're just joining, uh, for episodes moving forward, we're probably going to be breaking this up. So this is our maybe our special team section, or maybe uh, we'll do this. So we'll start talking uh, penalty kill, which I don't have a graphic for. So, Mike, I, I think you might be able to find it in the notes. Um, but a lot of this was, was tough. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and even looking at it now, we to, well, we used to we used to get really lazy, right? It used to just be you know Glenn Denning, Helm, uh, both of those guys are gone. So now you got to actually you got to pull out of guys who are uh, still currently employed, man. Um, and the, the hardest part here, as I mentioned earlier, like you could find um, the Kaiser the late half of the season, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, the last season uh, had had scored out well when he actually did touch uh, the ice for the power play minimal numbers but it, it was it was fine um everybody on the penalty kill mike scores out horribly uh from you know comparing across the league not just saying like oh can you believe all these goals these guys are giving up um <laughs> comparing the expected goals and uh Corsi throughout the league uh i mean we didn't have a ton of great performances except uh for lindstrom who scored out really well. And uh, even with that, uh, all I did was reward him with our second PK unit. Um, but uh, really, this was, this was another tough one for me because uh, I did find some better numbers with Gagne. Uh, Giovanni Smith scored out well. And uh, Nemistikov, I mean, compared to, compared to the rest of the Red Wings roster, um, you know, when you, you want to try out things like we, we know that, uh, like Zadina was doing well as a two way forward, uh, Pew Suter actually scores out pretty well going both ways, but I, I, I wonder if they are going to go heavily into the bottom six to try and build out the PK units. So you bring this up. Um, I think Mitchell Stevens is for sure on the first PK unit. That's the only one I'm, I'm really solid on. Um, and then I've got, uh, I, I would say this is that opportunity for, for Puce to get mixed in there. Uh, but also Gagne, like I mentioned, scored out well. Um, and while we're losing Helm and, and Glendening, it's, it is really tough to fill this out without any, you know, uh, too much going on from last year. Uh, but then Stahl, and um, you can finish this off. The man who, who played 30 minutes a night last year, just keep it going. Hironik's going out there again. Um, Stahl scored out pretty terribly, but over his career has done some penalty killing. Um, and like I said, the only, from, from the left-hand perspective, you could mess around with, um, the left side perspective, you could mess around with the Kaiser as well, but I'm not even putting too much thought into making sure I have left and right side defensemen while I'm building this penalty kill out. Um, it's just been such a mad scramble the last couple of years, um, the only like the main point I think I wanted to drag out of this 
was that Lindstrom earned my roster spot that I originally on my graphic gave to Stetcher because, again, he graded out as one of our best penalty killers last year, especially losing uh, Glenn Denning and Helm, who didn't necessarily rank great across the NHL, but at least with the Red Wings, they they performed well. So that's where I'm sitting right now. And, Mike, you can see this list here. Oh, and I forgot to mention on the second PK unit, uh, Nemestikov is going to be my center with uh, Giovanni Smith. Um that almost feels like I, I barely tried, to be honest. Like, Giovanni did well, but I think he played a total of, like, 20 minutes last year or so on the PK. So it's it's not – we're not really patting him on the back too hard. And um, it's something, too, where with his size, I know he can make a difference, but um, could be something we could get burned uh, on that second PK unit from a speed perspective. I think on your first penalty kill line, I do agree that um, Stevens is is going to get a uh, you know a shot definitely to be on the on the first unit. Um, not against Toronic being in there, but I gotta uh, I gotta think that Stetcher's probably gonna this is going to be his opportunity to kind of shine and try and eat some of the minutes. Um, I don't know if I see Mark. I don't know if I see Mark Stahl on there, Matt. Um, I, as as we add another year uh, in age to his resume. Um, I would probably, this is where it might get a little tricky. Cause I, I don't think that they, it doesn't seem like the wings are big fans of, you know, kind of mucking around with the pairings as much, but man, it's, it's hard to get away from, you know, we took a dumb penalty in the third period. We're trying to defend a one goal lead to not have like the Stetcher, Hronik, Stevens, and probably Larkin in some capacity. Um, I get trying to, you know, not burn out our captain, but as far as a dude with the wheels to like, you know, have that recovery speed, you know, on a somebody trying to take a risk at, you know, at a takeaway, I, I got to think that Larkin would be in there in some capacity with Stevens, Stetcher, and Hronik on the first line. And I, I get where you're going with Gagne, you know, spreading out the well, spreading out the minutes, but I, I, it seems every year now they're, they're asking more and more of Larkin, right? Is he, is he, you know, further hones his skills. And I, I got to say, I got to see the captain on there, man. I, I see him on that first line. Now, uh, one of the names we haven't uh, brought up yet, and uh, Tristan's in uh, letting us, uh, he, he's bringing up uh, Joe Valeno. Now, as I, I put Lindstrom on our roster because he scores out well as a penalty killer, Joe Valeno could fit in right there uh, to take over for, for Gagne. Like we mentioned earlier, Gagne gets a roster spot because we're trying to find some... Um, we're trying to get those right-handed sticks in there, but I mean, there's, there's so much opportunity to just, I, I mean, the Mystikov could come out too. I, I think I have a, a warm soft spot for him because he plays so many different positions and he does all of them. Okay. Between okay. And good, right. He's not terrible in any one spot, but he's not great in any spot, but I do like what Tristan's bringing up. You just move around like our original depth chart. You give Joe Valeno for sure spot, uh, which again, I had him when I, when we talked about rosters a couple of weeks ago, he's in my fourth center spot. But then when I gave it to Mitchell Stevens, maybe that was an opportunity to move Joe Valeno up. And I think there's absolutely an opportunity for him to take one of those winger spots and maybe have a more fun third line with uh, Rasmussen, Valeno, and Nemistikov or keep Gagne in there and keep the stick and say bye-bye Nemistikov. But um that would be a wonderful way to make these penalty killing units a little bit easier to fill out is just to switch up right from the start and have Valeno slot in there. So Tristan, I love what you're throwing in there. Um, that 
that is certainly something like like we saw at the end of the year. We keep trying to peg these guys that are learning from the system. We want to get everybody going two way. Joe Valeno not only brought over what he did in Europe and transitioned well, but he he really did look one of uh, like one of our top two way forwards uh, at the end of the season there. So I I, I really like that mention in there. Yeah, I would just say, you know, kind of towards the end of the season, that's when this team was really having a rough time with injuries. Um, so we'll, we'll see how, you know, Filano kind of pans out minute-wise. Uh, but the fun thing is we keep making these predictions about how the season's going to start, and it feels like we're making a prediction for how they're going to look for three games uh, before, <laughs> before everything reality gets. and injuries uh, start piling up. Um, you know, our more of our young guys start shining um, in Grand Rapids. So let's uh, let's do this. Um, we got we we do we don't want this to go too long. So we we do have at least an end of the season roster. I wanted to take a peek at if uh, Mike, if you want to do that, we'll transition into that conversation, um, and then we'll we'll sail off into the sunset after that. Yeah, is that your? Because uh, I see you have a twenty twenty two roster builder with a uh, looks like a member of the uh, Florida Panthers sliding oh. in on that first line man is that what I'm looking at uh we can take a peek at that real quick um so there there that one is um Alexander Barkov uh gets signed by the wingdings <laughs> I this this does a lot of good for us um this this makes lineups way easier to fill out as as we move forward so this this is how this one's built out. But I, I did want to go over an end-of-the-season roster, uh, which is very similar to this if you guys are watching on YouTube, just without a Barkov mixed in there. And uh, uh, Lucas Raymond was sniffing a spot, and Jonathan Bergen was sif- sniffing a spot, and um, uh, shoot, who else did I have mixed in there? Um, Albert Johansson. No, uh, that, yeah, so for the 2022 roster, I am putting in, uh, I'm, I'm picking up Matthias Ekholm and Alexander Barkov. Our our entire left side defense is going to be gone next season. So I did bring back Danny DeKaiser. And um, despite Simon Edmondson getting drilled into the boards today, I, I was kind of hoping that he'd get a shot early next year. Um, I'm, I'm thinking... That is, it's not a big shot, but here, here, here's, here we are. We're, we're talking, let's have fun. So that, that first line in, in 2022, like my hopeful, Verona Barkov and Lucas Raymond. Second line, Zadina Larkin and Bertuzzi. Third line, we've got Fabry, Puse, and Jonathan Bergren. And then our fourth line is Ernie, Valeno, and uh, Mitchell Stevens sticks around, and Valeno takes that center spot that, uh, Tristan guess, was uh, trying confused. to get get in there. Uh, did we trade uh, Elias Pedersen? We traded for the rights to Barkov <laughs> and then signed him. Right. Yeah, we traded okay. away Pedersen. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> so we won the twenty twenty one Cup with Pedersen. So this is too much success. Uh, let's try this. Run it back with Barkov. Gotcha. And I do have I do have another version of these with with Pedersen mixed in there. Casey Sizikis and um, Kyle Palmieri for for this season's roster. Um, that was that was for funsies. That's my let's that's my let's fucking go roster. Um, but this is this is just your standard 2022. I'm signing two free agents and look at all these young kids. We're gonna be fucking amazing. Um, clearly, no no war score, no points could be predicted with uh, the likes of Lucas Raymond and of course 
Simon Edvinson doesn't even have a Red Wing logo next to him on the, if you guys are watching on YouTube, because uh, technically to Jay Fresh, he doesn't even exist yet. You got to earn it. Like those, uh, what is it? The Buckeyes who put those little nuts on their helmets. So he's, yeah. you got to earn the, the winged wheel. All right. You just go out there in a red jersey. Good luck. And uh, like I said, too, with um, Ed- Edvinson making it on here with the, the bottom pairing, um, I, I, I did actually just completely miss that I had Albert Johansson at my end of season, uh, at least the tryout uh, of this current season is, is like my fingers crossed hopeful. So I, I don't know how he got my tryout and then uh, he got cut uh, for 2022. So he par- apparently didn't go well, went really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another option, I think, uh, in that bottom pairing. Um, I think uh, everybody here, we have uh, Johnny Williams. Um, let me pick him out. Uh, who else? There we go. Eric, uh, they're pointing out. We're, we're, we're a few years uh, down the road from seeing Edmondson. So even at that point where uh, we're looking at his second year, they're just going to have one more year before uh, he's ready to go. Uh, you know, for me at this point, I, I'm not going to put my finger on anything. Um, I, I, I'd like to think that we're giving some. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, he's gonna at least be here in Michigan at the start of next season to get some look. But um, you know, again, pie in the sky. This is how I want it to look. Uh, Mike, any final thoughts before we wrap up? I'm uh, I'm really excited to see what kind of draft capital we got and then Pedersen for uh, rights to Barkov deal. Um, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, eight to nine first round picks uh, for you know arguably the best center in the National Hockey League. Um, so I'm really excited to see how that trade pans out, man. Um, I I uh, will say. I, I did have to go like a few million over the cap to get us into like a playoff position after I, I brought over did, Pedersen, did like doing the math. Did you have somebody uh, warm the bench uh, for the regular season and come back in the playoffs so it wouldn't hurt us? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, w- th- like those are the problems I can't wait to have. Uh, but uh... <laughs> those are Tampa Bay Lightning problems. Those aren't Red Wing problems. Oh, here we go. Tristan's got some more options too for our uh, for our third line. Mil Vero, uh, William Wallander. Wallander. Oh, now you're speaking my language, Tristan. That's my boy. Six six foot six Wallander or six foot five Wallander. Uh, either way, uh, in wrestling, he's seven foot man. Seven foot, three hundred pounds. Wallander coming out. Can't wait. And Eric Scott McIsaac in there. Um, I would love to see him get a shot. I just feel like every year. There's something that just, you know, another injury to McIsaac or something that'll set him back. I, I looked at this and just thought like, or at least for McIsaac, for McIsaac's sake, I was like, man, that would be wonderful to see him get a shot. But I God, I just don't, I don't feel it anymore, but um, would be great. Uh, Wallander, my, my hiccup there was that we don't, I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't even have uh, his ELC yet, but Vero signed his uh, what a, a few months ago. So he's, He'd be ready to go. He'd be good to go. We've also got uh, maybe Donnie Sabrango really surprises everybody who got that early contract with Grand Rapids last year. That's that's another good shot. But, um, I mean, for all we know, too, there's some trades. There's some free agents that could fill in here. So, pie in the sky. Um, I think Matthias Ekholm was not reaching too far, but still landing in a, a pretty good defenseman. And uh, Barkov would be the one where we just shell out. That's where... 
we're ready to roll. All right. I, um, before we go, if we really make that Balmary move, Matt, does that yeah. mean that we're saying goodbye to a lottery pick? Do you think that he would make that much of a difference this year? No, I, I would still come back to the fact that he – I look at him as a power play specialist, and if we're trying to teach um, – we're trying to teach these youngsters uh, how to get something going. And eventually we're going to see the likes of Lucas Raymond on this team. I, I'd i like him to, to get in on a power play unit that wasn't as embarrassing as our power play unit was last year. So I just want to see something where there's, you know, like coaching is a huge aspect, I guess, of these power plays, uh, you know, Bilesma goes and Tungay is going to step in, but I mean, to me, number one priority is personnel around you. So if we're struggling to put together a second power play unit because it's it's just hard to go up and down this roster and pick ten guys, we can get five. Ten is rough. So yes, that so that's that's Tom the long and short of that one. Uh, Tanke could look really good, uh, like you just said with personnel. Like now you got Letty, you're gonna have healthy Bertuzzi, and then potentially Paul Mary. I mean, uh, you know, he's he's he's, he's gonna look better, right? Just just. With a, a couple healthy pieces and, you know, uh, maybe two shiny new guys. So, uh, you know, we'll see. All right, got to thank you all for uh, sitting through. Really appreciate it. Uh, this is that uh, moment where I remind you all, greatest good you can do for uh, us uh, is hit the subscribe button there in the uh, bottom right corner of your screen. Uh, we also would greatly appreciate, if you are listening to the podcast, a review uh, and, uh, or I should say, a star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, which does us the most good for making sure new ears uh, and people browsing can find uh, Red Wings Rant. And uh, we also hope, as well, as you were listening to this episode or uh, watching on YouTube, if you could send us a line, uh, you can find us on YouTube as the Brothers of Discussion. Comment on the video. Let us know what your rosters were. We want to break those down as well. And then um, if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at BOD Hockey. Feel free to reach out once we post this episode. Comment on that tweet and uh, let us know what you're thinking uh, roster-wise. If you got to break something down, give us a picture and uh, send it to us. Uh, I, I have no problem with that. I will take that picture. We'll probably post it on the next episode and give you that shout-out. So, Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the series. And like I said, hopefully we can get one more episode once we get everybody else's input and what you guys want to see in uh, the Detroit Red Wings roster going forward. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. That's BODpodcast.com, brothersdiscussion.com, at BODHockey. All that fun stuff there. And uh, we will catch you guys in a couple of nights. Uh,